Hello and welcome to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. My name is Dr. Tanya Holcomb, and I'm on a mission to normalize naturopathy in big, bold ways. I want you to see the world through my eyes, where extraordinary health and massive upgrades in life are always available to you. You'll be inspired to trust your body's wisdom to heal, motivated to claim your next upgrade in health and life, release what no longer serves you, and pursue what you truly desire. If you seek truth, you are on the freedom path to your greatest potential. You are Fiercely Awakening. Welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fiercely Awakening podcast. Happy 2024. Here we are. There is so much of that new year energy uh, that's available to us right now to plug into, to work with, to be inspired and motivated by. It is such a fun time of year. I am so excited to be with you today and just really talk about how I set myself up to have a year that gets better and better and better and better. And when I say this, of course, that doesn't mean that each year is free of obstacles and plot twists and pivots and what am I doing? Like every year is going to have some of that, right? But I can say that every year that I consciously do this work, I continue to attract just these extraordinary people into my lives, these incredible synchronicities, just um, so many signs that I'm on the right path, uh, doing the right thing, exactly where I need to be. And all of this is so life-giving and so meaningful. And of course, it's meaningful because I give it meaning. I am present with it. I am aware of it. And this didn't happen overnight, but it absolutely happened by realizing that there's so much power in having a say of how you want your year to go, of what you're looking for in your year. And of course, you can think of this as, you know, the traditional goal setting, the traditional resolutions, and those have a place, but a lot of times those are, you almost feel like you're being set up for failure. Because you've been there, done that, and it didn't work before. And so you really want to give your life and your year bigger context. Something that it doesn't matter if you miss a workout, right? It's bigger than that. And that means that you know with all certainty that your life will continue to have more depth, have more meaning. And you will expand upon uh, what you did last year, what you did the year before. And with you, um, you're taking those pauses and really anchoring in those moments that are just so special to you. So, of course, we have talked extensively about celebrating and the art of celebrating. And this is something that I talk about in all of my programs. And I know I've shared it with you here on the podcast before uh, celebrating your life is so huge. And so when it comes to setting yourself up for an extraordinary year, of course you want to look back and really anchor in and celebrate 
What happened in 2023? What did you love? What was amazing? What was on your wish list that came true? What were the synchronicities? Where were the signposts that were saying, yes, you're exactly where you're meant to be? What were your wins, your health wins, your shifts in uh, the way in which you view life, right? Those perception shifts. What made you feel like a kid on Christmas morning? What made you feel so in love and feel that bliss? Where did you feel so connected to yourself, so connected to your faith? Like these are the moments to celebrate. And it's so important that we take time and we look back on our year and we extract those moments that we want to have more of. What we celebrate is what expands in our life. The more attention and intention that we give to what we love, the more we create that. So that is how over the years, my life continues to get better. That is a huge part of that is because I am so much more aware of what is good. I am so much more aware of what I love. I, I allow the, the every day to have magic and meaning versus just another day of the same. And this can look like being giddy about the weather changes, being excited about a cup of tea, being in awe of the herbal infusion when you pour the hot water and you stir up the herbs. I know so many of you know what I'm talking about. When you take your Femme Fusion and you put the herbs in and then you pour your hot water, there's something to be awestruck of that. It's like you're an alchemist, right? You're like, oh my gosh, what am I creating? I mean, having my son still come in my room in the morning and cuddle with me, it is the best. It is the absolute best. Or reading to him at night or him asking me these incredible questions about the world. There's so much there. Dreaming with my husband, having amazing conversations with those I love, seeing the transformations around me, Seeing my dog bring me his favorite toy or my cats come up to me for their daily massages. You guys, there is so much in every single day. And so when we look back at our year and we extract those favorite moments, it's really sending out those signals of like, yes, more of this, more of this, please. But like I said, like when you are looking at an extraordinary year, it's not that things are perfect. It's not that there's not hardships. It's just the way that you show up to the hardships is so different. The way that you show up to this aspect of being human and knowing that there's times where things are really wobbly or really shaky or there's a lot of uncertainty, but you do so in your power, it's a completely different experience when you learn the hard things, when you take these lessons with you. And so that's another way of looking back on your year and saying, what did I learn? What mistakes did I make that really 
I can learn the lesson and not make them again? What hard things did I go through that I know, even though I couldn't see it in the thick of it, I can see now that that was for my growth. So looking at that year, taking what you want to celebrate, taking those lessons with you, and then also reflecting on what needs to go, what you are no longer available for, what are your boundaries, what needs to die. And so this can look like so many different things, you know, Um, you know, for me, it's like I go through and I'm still working on this full list. Um, we actually did a similar, an actual like exercise together as part of the last Vitalize call, which is so wild. You guys, um, Vitalize has been my mastermind for the past two years. It has filled my cup every, like (laughs) there's been so many moments from that experience that were just so life-giving and then every other Tuesday to have calls with these women and then to have a sacred space on Boxer which is like an uh like being in a chat room together was incredible and so it was so hard for me to let this go and I may even bring it right back but There was part of me that's just like, you have to take a pause. It's been two years and you need to take a pause to see what wants to come through next. So together uh, on our last call, we did this exercise and really took our time to work through it, but I still need to do it. Like I, I was leading it for them, but I'm still working through these elements and I'm giving myself the full month to finish it. You know, there's something about, you know, January that can be such a, a mind mess for so many of us, because I know for me, it is straight up family time until that second week of January. And so when I'm starting that second week of January, and then I'm diving in, opening the doors to my biggest uh, program, Fiercely Empowered Mama, and onboarding women, it can feel like I'm already behind. Because maybe I haven't started my personal goals yet or my personal upgrades or I haven't fully closed my year up. Like I haven't, if I haven't fully reflected on 2023, how am I supposed to move on 2024? And it's like, just chill. It is all happening. It is all, it is exactly how it's supposed to happen and you're going to be okay. Like there's nothing that says if you don't start this January one then game over. There's nothing that says that. And so a lot of my like big, big things that I'm working on on a personal level, like don't actually roll out until next week and it's okay. So give yourself some grace if you need that, but I'm working to finalize this year in review because That's so important for me moving forward. That's so important to make sure that I got it. And keep in mind, I am celebrating routinely throughout the year. I am celebrating daily things, weekly things. You know, journaling uh, is still, you know, part of my process. It's not necessarily every day right now in my life, but it is that journal sits next to 
uh, my special chair where I do my special work, you know, where I have my meditations, my visual visualizations, where I read, whether it's fiction or reading, you know, something that's for, you know, uh, growth or learning. Uh, my journal's always right there. It's always there for me to pick up. And my son got me one of my favorite gifts for Christmas. And for two years in a row, he's gotten me a journal. And this year's journal was so, like last year's message was perfect for last year. This year's message is perfect for this year. And it's this gorgeous journal with like a, like a soft green cover and gold lettering. And it says, go for it. And it's so fitting for what my word of the year is and how, what I'm visualizing for myself for this year. And I just love it so much. But anyway, so with my journaling process and, or just reflection and, or just living, that celebration is always there. And when I go through hard things, I am learning the lesson as fast as I can, but it is still helpful for me to go back now that the year is behind me and to look at it from the full picture and say, okay, what were those favorite moments of the year? What do I want more of? What are the biggest lessons that I want to take with me? What are those? And then what needs to go? So something that needed to go <clears throat> that was really, really hard for me was the Facebook group that I started when I first put my voice out into the world and started to take up space as a transformational coach, as a health educator. You know, early on, I created a group called Love Yourself Fiercely. And this group was so important to me because that was what signified my greatest change on this journey. It was me deciding that I was worthy. It was me deciding to love myself. It was so huge for me. And so I wanted a group that we, we focused on this as our foundation and then throughout the years, you know, my priority shifted and I was doing other things, the cleansing circle, and then once Fiercely Empowered Mama started, and then I was in school to be an ND. I mean, the group became more stale, but I couldn't let it go because every time I'd go to let it go, I'd remind myself why this group started to begin with. And there was such an attachment to it. Well, then last year I thought, well, what if we change the name to Fiercely Awakening? You know, that's that's also encompasses loving yourself because when you are on the awakening journey, certainly that's going to be part of the thing that you stumble upon and say, wow, if I don't pass this one, I can't move forward. My life will only have so much depth if I don't grasp this thing. So I put it under the umbrella and then I encouraged everybody <clears throat> on the podcast to join me inside the Fiercely Awakening to talk about the podcast. And I think a couple of times people would bring up the podcast and it would like knock me off my chair because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're actually doing it. And then with this last mamahood free experience where we had thousands of women uh, learning about uh, the femme way of life um, and those of the women who were not going to continue with 
the Fiercely Empowered Mama program, uh, were funneled into the Fiercely Awakening. And that could have been <clears throat> by design. You know, um, I'm not really sure if we were funneling them unintentionally um, or intentionally, but there was a lot of people that joined. And so they came into the group and they were looking for the same level of support that we provided in mamahood and that we provide ongoing inside of Fiercely Empowered Mama. And it was just not the playground for that. And so we started getting complaints about us not being supportive and us not caring. And, you know, they're asking questions and what's the point of this group if we're not going to help out. And we take a lot of pride in the way that we run groups and the way that we show up to questions and the way that we make sure that nobody's missed and that everybody gets, you know, what they're asking for. So I had to really sit with that. And I had to sit with the question of if I'm ready to let it go. And it was so hard for me. And I know you may be thinking like, oh my gosh, it's not like, you know, the end of the world, right? But like, it was a piece of me that was so sacred to the beginning of my journey that letting it go just felt like I was letting letting that beginning go. And so I had to really work on it. I had to anchor it in. I had to um, have perception shifts about what it actually meant. And we made the aligned decision to close the group. We made an announcement, closed the group, removed everybody from the group. Um, and I know that by doing that, when I know that when it's in alignment and when you take that action to let something go or to let someone go or to, to have a boundary, right? I do know that it's creating space for what's next. And that I am very excited about. So even though uh, it was hard to let it go, I do know that it was, at the end of the day, it, it was an energy leak. <clears throat> and what I mean by energy leak is that I would feel bad for not answering their questions. And to know that there was questions that were out there that were not getting the attention that I know is our standard it just wasn't okay. It wasn't um, a true reflection of the work that we do. And so it was like either I'm going to staff this, right, and have the time and attention going into this group or we're going to let it go. And so that's what I mean. It's like asking yourself, like, what's completed? What, what are your energetic leaks that need to be closed up? And, and the other thing is like, what do you need to stop doing or being? And so these, this right here is the core of really setting yourself up for an amazing year. Because you're taking all the medicine, all the goodness, all the greatness all of those high frequencies you're bringing with you and the low frequencies you're alchemizing into a high frequency and you're bringing that with you. And so of course with that, you also want to have some appreciation for your word of the year. And I know having a word is, has become a trendy thing 
but it's a trendy thing because it's so effective. Having a word for your year gives you context for your life. And so when you look at your 2023, of course, you also want to look at it from the lens of your word. So what was your word and how did that word magnify these different experiences? How did it shape your year? So my word for 2023 was audacious. And there was so much from the very beginning of how this year started. I saw a shift in what I was saying yes to, even from like what I would put on as clothes, which was really fun for me. Like I was stretching myself a bit of what I would normally wear. Like I gave up heels for years. I would have a few, I had like a couple of pair of like summer heels or like I had one pair of gold heels, but I, I wanted to bring my heels back. I don't wear them that much, but when I want them, I want them. And so that was audacious for me, you know, um, because of course a naturopath knows that heels are not good for you, but I want them and I take such good care of my body. So it was small things like that. And another one of my favorite things that was audacious for me is I had stopped reading fiction. I don't know, for like 10 years, you guys, you know that like every once in a while there might be a book, but like I pretty much gave it up. And then I brought it back and in bringing it back, what I did was I just allowed whatever book that crossed my path to be an option. And so it could have been a random recommendation on Facebook or a random recommendation uh, from, you know, somebody I knew or didn't know or from a podcast I was listening to Um I could just walk into a store and just grab a book. Okay. There was no, I did not judge the person who was recommending it. I did not judge the book by its cover. I literally was just like, this book is falling into my lap and I'm going to follow it. And so that's how I, that's how the, how I chose the books. And I refused to, to look at the back of the cover, look at the reviews of the book. I just read it. And I am telling you, I stepped into so many different realms that I didn't even know existed. I typically, if I was going to read a fiction book, you know, it would have been like the few times that I did over the past decade, it would have been been because it was like a hot recommendation, you know, or somebody like that I knew told me like about this book and to read this book. And so this was such a fun exercise because I never knew what I was getting into. It was like going to an airport and saying, I want the next ticket out. And you're like, I have no idea where I'm going to end up or what's going to happen. And I am telling you, there were some wild things that I got myself into that I didn't even know existed. And there was also just some things that I had no idea I'd be interested in reading it. And I loved it. And so that was really, really fun and interesting. And Honestly, I loved it so much that I think I'm going to continue that this year of just like trusting where the wind goes. Like, okay, like we're going to read this one. It was really fun. But um, I also in 2023 found myself saying yes 
to so yes to life, right? Yes to so many things. Yes to so many uncomfortable things. Uh, censoring myself less, filtering myself less, not questioning myself, just like saying yes. And that was so audacious for me. And so we had one of the best years ever. I did things that did not make sense. I said yes to things that did not, did not make uh, financial sense, business sense, but it was what was true to my heart. And I felt like this year I really dialed up uh, my trust and going for it and just believing that, you know, I'm worthy, like, let's go. And so I loved Audacious and I loved it so much. And towards the end of the year, the thing that came through for me as my word, because if you guys listened to my podcast a year ago, I talked about how I truly believe that our word of the year comes to us, that we're not like, oh, what's my word of the year? Think, 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 think. It's just, it's already been following us around and there's so many signs, like we just keep like, we'll read it in a book, we'll see it on an ad. It's just following us around. And it's just up to us to grab it, to be like, okay, I see you, I'm going to take you. And I know there's a lot of times when it comes to the word, there's some resistance of like, I don't know if I want that word. Like, I don't know if I want to do that with you. Like, I'm not sure I'm up for the flip side of the word because of course, with any word, there is a potential flip side, but you guys, we have to remember that as we're doing this work, life will get better. So we can't, we will tell ourselves the craziest things. We will tell ourselves, oh my gosh, I've had such an amazing three years and a little voice will be there. That's like, Hmm, you're due for some, for some trauma and drama. And that's just simply not true. That's not how this works. You keep being the best version of you and life will keep rewarding you. And again, that's not to say that there won't be stuff that comes up. But when stuff comes up, you will be a version of you who's ready for that. This is a human experience. We are going to go through hard things. We are going to lose loved ones. And that is the hardest thing. But we cannot put the pause on these spiritual journeys. We cannot put the pause on things that we don't want to experience and lessons that we want to hold out for. It's like if there's things coming my way, like I want to be the best version of myself for that. And so, of course, there's a flip side of the word. It could stretch you, but that's the whole point. And so, again, like with my word, audacious, there was definitely things where I questioned myself. I questioned my judgment. I question, you know, if I'm in over my head, I would think that. And this really allowed me to work through that. Again, it was a different level of becoming, a different level of the journey to really feel into that. And so the word that's been, that started following me around at the end of last year was elevate. And it's like, I want 
to do everything I did in 2023, not literally the same things, but energetically times a hundred million, like let's go. I want to elevate it all. I loved everything so much. And now let's take it to the next level and the next level and the next level. I want everybody around me to reach their next level. I want to go for my next level and the level after that. That's what it means to me. And so as I'm in this word and as I'm working with this frequency, it becomes a standard. It becomes a way that I filter experiences. It becomes a way that I really look at myself and how I show up. I don't want to show up the same as I was last year. I want to be an elevated version of that. And I want people to feel that. I want people to feel that when they're around me, they know that things are going to keep coming their way because I keep growing and I keep elevating. So with your word, it's like allow it to just smother you with that frequency, right? Become it, work together. And then from that place, you set your vision for the year. And this can be a vision board. This can be a list of items that you just want to have happen this year, like a, like a live list, a bucket list, if you will, for your year. It's like whatever it is that works for you, paint the picture. Now, visuals are so huge for this. But something that I have loved doing, and this kind of just happened organically, and I'm like, wow, like that's my secret sauce is I love imagining myself telling the story as if it happened. So I'm telling the story to either my husband or my mom and dad or to my team. I'm, I'm telling the story or to my son, like I'm telling them that it's already done. And so that's such a fun way to imagine yourself in 2025, looking back and telling somebody about your extraordinary year in 2024. So I'm going to make my list, my dream list for 2024. And then I'm going to imagine myself giving that speech or, you know, on the phone with somebody, however it is, like, telling them about some of these moments. Maybe I'm like catching up with an old friend and oh my gosh, I just want to tell you like all these things that happened and like just imagining like the synchronicities and like all the things that came together. So that's a, just a fun way of completion. But again, I do like the actual like visual of it <clears throat> to have on your, to have on your, you know, like a board or uh, could be digital, however you want to do it. But before you do that, right, like make sure you clean up your year. Make sure you really um, take all that incredible goodness from your year with you and have that as your foundation of planning your 2024 and really looking at what do you want to call in from this place? I invite you all in this year to be intentional with your word, have it as your screensaver, have it as, you know, maybe something on your, your journal or you print it out pretty and have it on your desk or on your fridge. Like, don't forget. That's where we feel that stagnant energy 
when we lose track of this whole unfolding, right? And we lose track of that list, that dream list. There was a certain point in 2023 where I was like, enough is enough. Like I am ready. Audacious is my word and I am ready for something so big. And I can't tell you all the details right now, but I will tell you that I have two personal dreams on my list right now. I mean like big ones. One was to purchase a cottage in the Upper Peninsula. And the second one was to do renovations here, um, like major renovations. And one of them happened. And that was, it's, it's going to be its whole podcast because the story is incredible. And I want this way of going after your dreams for everybody because it was so seamless and perfect. And so anyway, that story will be coming soon. But I was just like, okay, clock's ticking. One of these things is going to happen because I'm not waiting another year. Let's go. What is it? Which part am I doing? You know, which, which aspect of this is, is going to happen? It just gets to be fun. It gets to be playful. It gets to be um, where you feel this dance that you're doing of, of pushing your edge and getting it uncomfortable um, and doing it anyway. So when we lose sight of the dreams, when we lose sight of the plan, when we lose touch with the vision, we feel numb. We feel flat. And it's okay to feel numb and flat as part of this journey. There are going to be times where you're going to feel a little numb and a little flat. But what's not okay is to stay stuck there. We have to feel whatever it is that we're feeling, move through it fully and move on. Because at some point, when self-pity kicks in, we're real stuck. And that's the place that we do attract the drama and the trauma and things feel really heavy and hard. And that's when we say, I just wish this year would be over with already. You will not ever hear me say that. I'm not available for that. You can decide what you're available for and what you're not. You can decide how you show up when things are hard. You can decide what meaning that you give it. And ultimately, it's that decision of what's happening for you and what's happening to you. You get to decide that. It's in those miracle moments of how we see things that everything gets the chance to change for us. So I invite you to have your most extraordinary year yet. Surround yourself with people who want to have an amazing year. Who have a list that they want to see unfold. Who believe that they can go after what they want and trust that whatever they want wants them back. Surround yourself with those people. Because those people are going to remind you when you're feeling numb to keep going. To move through it. 
to let it go. And those people are going to be there for you when you need that pep talk, when you need that reminder, when you need that encouragement, when you need that hug. Because some of these lessons are really hard. But they're, they're there to remind you that you can work through this. That you got this. One of the first books that I read this year, and I highly suggest as a kickoff book, I cannot believe I've never read it before. I honestly, again, it was one of those things where I'm like, I have no idea what I'm getting into, but I saw it recommended, so it's on my list. And it just happened to fall into the first book of the year. It's called The Alchemist. And it's such a beautiful story of the hero's journey. And when you're following your heart and when you're going after your desires, how things will line up for you. But that doesn't mean that they won't line up with some bumpy roads, right? There might be some bumps, but things are lining up and the bump is part of it. But it's a beautiful story of just showcasing how, you know, when you want something and when you go for it, the universe really truly conspires to have your back the people and the places and the things that you need are being lined up. So it's a feel-good story. Highly recommend it. Lots of beautiful nuggets in it. All right. Well, I am so excited to have another year with you. I am so excited to, just like my journal says from Bryce, just go for it. To go for it. And I'm excited for you to allow your word to lead and for you to stay true to that frequency and to, to see what unfolds for you by staying true to it and by continuing to do the work and take those aligned steps. All right, I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved your time with me, please subscribe and leave me a review on iTunes so I can keep bringing you the good stuff. And then come say hello and be part of the conversation by joining me in our private Facebook group, Fiercely Awakening.